The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, we've just celebrated the new year. It's now 2009. And um, is this bringing us one year closer to the end of the world. Perhaps you've heard about the Mayan prophecy that in 2012, it's uh, a prophecy of doom. Um, and I, a lot of people around the world are sort of wondering, you know, the clock is ticking down, not just to uh, the uh, change between 2008 and 2009, but now 2009 is ticking down to 2012. So for the uh on this auspicious occasion I thought we would have um my guest Paco Alarcon Kahan uh come on he is someone who has studied this phenomenon and who can tell us whether uh what's going to happen in 2012 or what the, and what the prophecy says and whether we should be concerned or what we should do to prepare do we have should we live our life like we um uh, only have three years more to live and, and just kind of go crazy? Or um, or are there other things that we should be doing? So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Now, um, Paco Alarcon Kahan, who um, likes to be called Kahan, so that's what I'll do, is the author of several books. His most recent is Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension. Wow. It sounds like we're walking into a uh, Star Wars or a <laughs> uh, phenomenon. What is going to be happening? Well, first of all, why don't you start out by telling us what the Mayan prophecy is and what you think is going to be happening in 2012. Yeah, sure. Well, the Mayan prophecy, the great Mayan prophecy, is very simple, and it really says that 2012 is the end of Earth time. Now, we have to understand what that means, uh, by far, it's not the end of the world, or it's a doom prophecy at all. Far from it. It's, it really is a big change towards a greater reality. It is a resurrection to a greater way of, of being and living. Um, but the first thing we have to look into is time, because the prophecy says it is the end of time. So what is time? Time is just the way we have lived in this reality, which means events happen, and after that event, there are some consequences. We're talking about cause and effect. And that happens in time. Another way we can call that is karma, you know, because uh, a cause needs time to develop the effect in this reality we have known. There is a kind of lapse for the reality to manifest. So this is the end of time. That means essentially that as the, as the vibration rises on Earth and humanity with the new energies, we move from time and karma to synchronicity, which is the reality of the universe. And the reality of the universe is all about joy, love, and power, power for the good. And this is what the Mayan prophecy really says, you know, is the end of the karma, the end of the 
cause and effect reality, and you, you're going to enter as humanity a new reality that has to do with synchronicity, unity, and love. And, but for that, we need to qualify, and that, that's something we need to develop as we talk uh, through this interview, because there are some issues that we need to look into as human beings to qualify for that new reality. Well, now, to go back even further, where did this Mayan prophecy come from? I, I mean, where was, um, and when was it discovered? When is it, I mean, when did um, sort of our global consciousness discover it? Right. It has been a gradual process in terms of global consciousness, as you say, uh, getting tuned into that new way of, of being. I mean, everybody's feeling, most, uh, most everybody, that something is happening on Earth, something different than the changes we've seen in the past, you know, in the 20th century. This is something different, and people are really getting a sense for that. You know, the, the big fall of the financial system uh, last year and, and this year, the things we're seeing have never happened uh, before in the world we have created as humanity. So something is happening, and people are gradually tuning into something new is coming, some new energies, some new kind of paradigm. And um, as far as the prophecy itself, it was it was discovered in, at the end of the last century, the 20th century, by some scientists that studied the Mayan codes and the Mayan uh, way of life. But beyond that, you know, what we have to understand is that the, these people were cosmic beings. They had a great connection with the universe. They could predict the future. They knew many things. And when you go to the Mayan sites, you're really amazed because... One thing is, there are no people there. There are no dead bodies. There are no cemeteries. These guys disappear. You know, they just ascended to a new level of consciousness and disappear from this level. And the other thing that really um, calls my attention when I go there is the amount of vibration, the energy in the Mayan sites is so powerful that many of our temples would wish they had this power energy there. And, you know, they have been empty for 500 years or more. So what happens is these guys stop adding years to their calendar when they reach 2012. It's like the pen was burning in their hands and they went, oh, this is it, you know. They drop the pen and say, 2012 is the end of the Earth time. We're going into a new reality. Hmm. So that's kind of the thing that goes on there. And where are these sites? The sites are mainly in the, in the Mexican area, in the Yucatan Peninsula by the Caribbean, very much around Cancun. That's why, that's why a lot of people go there for tourism, not knowing what is going on there in terms of energy. They are being pulled to that place like a magnet. Also in Guatemala, there's Tikal and many other powerful places there. So it's mainly that, that area of the Caribbean, Mexico, and Guatemala. Hmm. Okay. And um, where were these writings found? They weren't found. The Mayans left in their buildings, in their pyramids, in their temples, and a lot of um, images like, like the Egyptian hieroglyphs, you know, a kind of imaginary that was their, how they portray the language. But when you study the symmetry, the alignment of the pyramids with the constellations, you get a lot of information. So the scientists did go into all that. What happened for me is that I lived in Mayan territory for one year in Mexico, and then I have been visiting for the last 10 years although I have lived in Spain and the U.S., I've been visiting the place for, uh, you know, for a while every year. 
Uh, because I'm very tuned with the energies, what happened to me is that I was able to unlock some of the Mayan energy codes, and I started, I started putting that into my books and my teachings. You know, the seminars, the lectures I give are all full with that information that I receive. And so, okay, so, so what do you think, I mean, in practical terms, what do you think that all means? Um, you know, this, this shift to what? Uh-huh. Right. Well, let's look at the world as it is now for just a brief moment. We have a humanity that is in a real mess, and it has been so for hundreds or more years. Um, we are not living the teachings of the great master, the spiritual master we worship so much, <coughs> like Buddha, Jesus. We don't live what they taught. You know, Jesus said, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Buddha said it's all about compassion and wisdom. But we are so far away from that as humanity yet. And we have created a very messy uh, world full of suffering, negativity, and chaos because we are not doing the things right. That means that the human consciousness and the human heart uh, are not yet in the place they should be. The, the indications from those people, those masters, are very clear. We are not following that to a great extent. Yeah. So what does that mean? Pro- the, the earth, the world we know, is a project. I call it Project Earth. And as a project, it has a beginning and it has an end. Life is not meant to be like this forever. Nobody said that. It's not written anywhere. So we had eventually to come to the, end of, to the end of this project, the end of the world, as we know it. So we enter a new world, a new way of living, which is really infused with that love, that compassion that the great masters taught. So that's where we are going, towards that reality where through our own um, graduation, we are graduating as humanity to a new level of consciousness and love. We can create a new reality that is not a reality of suffering and darkness and negativity anymore. It's a reality of unity, cooperation in the love and the light, and a reality of compassion, where we all co-create from that state of an open heart a compassionate reality for everybody. This is where we are going. And the new energies the Mayans talk about are pushing us towards that level of reality and that level of consciousness. Well, are you talking about the fact that more and more people um, seem to be getting, uh, wanting to learn more about, you know, these kinds of spiritual pursuits and meditation and, and so on and the light and, and all of that, or so that that's spreading around the world. But the thing is that you, you said that um, in the Mayan prophecy they talk about that it's the end of the earth. So it doesn't seem uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be sort of a smooth transition of of just an enlightenment. I mean, uh, it seems like things are going to change that where we're going to go through a, a rather uncomfortable, to say the least, time. Well, <clears throat> yeah, you're bringing up several key issues in your question here. Um, and the, we're probably just... just about to take a break, so maybe we should. Uh, okay. We, we should, I don't want you to begin your answer and then we'd be cut off, but um, let me just say that, you know, this is all really fascinating and, and scary to some people, I'm sure, but um, but certainly we need to, to, to look at this, you know, to well, be prepared if, yeah. if there is this possibility. Absolutely. Something big is happening right now and from now to 2012. So we really well, need to we, get we need to that. take a break right now, but, okay. um, but we will be back. 
My guest is Paco Alarcon Kahan. His book is Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension, and that's what we're talking about today. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking, <laughs> excuse me, we're talking today with Paco Alarcon Kahan. And we're asking about, are we one year closer to 2012's Prophecy of Doom? And that's what we were just talking about before the break. Uh, Kahan is the author of Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's 
imminent ascension. So, Kahan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let's let's dig in right now because we're kind of getting to the meat of it. Um, <laughs> I think I think maybe it's hard. Um, for somebody like you who sees um, some of these things that might well or at least are prophesied to, to happen, um, to to sort of tell people what that is because you don't want to frighten them. Is that right? Yeah, but as I said at the beginning, you know, um, there is a point we have to make clear here. The Mayan prophecy doesn't say it is the end of the earth. It says it is the end of earth time. And there is a big difference. Earth time means... The way we have lived on earth until now with cause and effect and karma. So we can move to a place where there is no karma and there is synchronicity. That means greater love and great compassion. Okay. So what exactly do you think that this will entail? This means that people are going through a process, the whole of humanity, we all are, you know, you, me, everybody listening. We're going through a process of awakening to a new the spiritual vibration within ourselves and within the world itself. Now, this happens because new energies, high vibrational energies, have been entering the field of the earth for about 10 years or more now. And every year, they become stronger, more powerful, and more present. So when we have um, higher energies going into a system or going into a human being, what happens is there is an awakening of consciousness uh, people start accessing greater light. The, uh, the heart opens more, so we access greater love and greater compassion. Now, this is not as simple as, simple as it might look because there is a process in that. If your heart is closed, as it happens, unfortunately, to most of us, to a lot of people in humanity, the first thing that happens with higher light hits you is that you're going to face the pain, the anger, the hatred that is in your heart before you can access the love that is there, mm-hmm. because the heart needs to be clean. So what happens? People enter into a personal crisis because the energies are very strong and they are hitting everyone for a great awakening of love. So what happens? Everybody is in an existential crisis, a relationship crisis, a financial crisis, you know, a job crisis. And this is regardless of what is happening in the world outside, which is also in a big crisis. So everybody is going through all this, trying to make a greater sense of their, of their life as, as the greater light is going into them. And they find that the, the ways and the modes of living that people have been having until now are not valid anymore. So that means there is a new paradigm that we have to get into. That means that we have to face the dark side inside, those areas that are not so nice, so cool about ourselves, because our power has been hidden there. And we get our power back, as the title of the book says, because that's the only way to ascend to great reality of love, of compassion, and of togetherness. It's the only way. So people are going through all that right now, right here on earth, whether they know it or whether they don't, this is what is happening behind the scenes. And, and these energies are making the structures fall. So the question is, how do I live my life as a human being when all the structures and all the rules I knew are falling apart. So that is very scary, and that has a lot of people worried because they don't know anymore how to do things because things don't work as they did before. They're having this relationship crisis when they have been married for 20 or 30 years. 
I didn't know what's happening. They're losing the job after 25 years of working in a company. So what is going on? And what is going on is inside. And we need to understand that this is a huge process of change that we need to embrace with love and be helped with the people and the books that are, are there to help people to go through all these. But what about um, the wars that are going on? I mean, in order to make this transformation, um, are we going, like you were saying before, um, I, I don't know, don't remember the exact words, but that that basically we're going to be having um, out with the old and in with the new, and is that going to include something like Armageddon? No, not necessarily. The Mayan prophecy doesn't mean this is a terrible thing. It's just a prophecy saying, hey, people, you know, be aware because your world is going to change, whether you like it or whether you don't. And this is good that it's going to change because the world, you know, is, is out of date, the way we live life, the, the things that happen here and the way they happen. You know, this is crazy to have such yeah. a planet, such a beautiful planet with such amount of wonderful people in it and, and a possibility of a great life. That is in such a mess. This is yeah. wrong. This is crazy. Yes, you know. absolutely. I agree so, with that. So um, we have but, to But change. how is it? I'm, I'm trying to get to how is it going to happen? I mean, is it going to, like, when we're, we're in these personal crises and when we're in, when the world, there are wars all over the planet, you know? Um, wh- how, how is it going to go from that uh, time of crisis to this time of greater love and unity? Well, Carol, as I was saying, you know, people are going and they will have to go further into a very personal review of the way they live their lives. You know, karma is accelerating for everyone because the new energies are of very high frequency, so they are speeding up the process for everyone. That means that before, you know, you could do something, let's say, bad or it's not so cool, and you, won't, you wouldn't see the effects of that, maybe for 20 years or 20 lifetimes. Now you're getting the effects of, of that bad action right, right back immediately. Mm. So what happens, you know, people are being shaken up, they're having to deal with their own unprocessed karma and with their bad actions that are not based on love and compassion, and, and that is teaching people the way, finally, because the energies are so fast that they cannot sleep anymore with their own actions. So we're going through this personal individual process of updating ourselves through all this messy karma stuff that we have. And, and entering into eventually learning the lessons of love and compassion, and that is the only way, and unless we go there, we won't have peace. Unless we go there, our lives won't work. So now it's getting very tough if you're not in the right vibration of love and compassion, very tough. So I tell everybody that is listening now or anybody who is wanting to read the book, you know, get your act together <clears throat> with opening your heart and with entering into the vibrations of unconditional love and doing the right thing from love. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time because the energies now don't allow anything else but love and compassion going on. So as everybody gets their act together individually and collectively, we will be able to move from those wars which happen not only outside when we read the news, but happens, happen in our daily lives between ourselves, you know, our daily little world, wars yes. that are not based on love, our relationships that are not based on love. So we are having to move through all that stuff to birth the new, the new times with love, compassion, and it's going to happen. You know, it's not God, the universe, the powers that be are not messing, are not messing. You know, are not allowing us to get away any longer with an unloving planet and an unloving life. So this is it. 
you know, so, this is the so Mayan prophecy. So let me see if I understand. Sign, you know. so, so what you're saying hmm. is because the energies are going at a higher frequency and because we're seeing the results of our karma more quickly, so if we do bad things to other people, whether it's in our individual lives or in wars, um, that we're going to be punished in some way. We're going to get the get. We're going to have to suffer for that. And so, if if people, the people who are learning to um, be more loving and so on, will have an easier transition. But the people who are still have hate in their hearts and still create these bad acts against other people, there with the speeded up. Uh, energy, they're going to be punished more and more. You know, they're going to get the effects of their bad karma more and more. And what? They, they will die or they will, um, I mean, how the earth will, ri- they'll be out of this earth, uh, because of, uh, of, of having suffered in that way from their bad karma. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I get what you're, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, as you as you create in a field of high vibrational energy like we have now on Earth, and we'll have more after 2012, as you act in in an improper ways that are not based on high vibration, love, and compassion, you will get the results very strong. They will hit you very hard. You know, you cannot play around with high vibration energies, and because they are pure love, they are God consciousness coming down to Earth and saying, you know, this is the way of the universe. The way you've been living until now is not the way of the universe. You know, something going, something wrong is going on here. You guys have to change. You have to enter into love. So, yeah, it's going to hit people very hard, and they're going to learn very tough lessons. And if that means, you know, it hits them so hard because, you know, it makes them die, they will die if that's what they created. But the essential thing is to understand that what you put out into your life and the motives you come from when you act is what you're going to get back all the time. And if people don't give, they're not going to get anything back. When you're a generous person, your life unfolds and your life is prosperous. It's as simple as that. You know, Jesus said that 2,000 years ago, you know, where you sow, so shall, shall you reap. So it's very basic, but we haven't been doing it, you know, as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially what happens in 2012 is that the stargate is opening. That means, you know, new energies to, to manifest a new reality come into place so that we can enter into a cosmic door, an energy door, that if we are qualified, that means if we are done with our karma, we are open the heart, and we vibrate in love and compassion, we can enter the 2012 door to create a new reality of love. Now, that means that we enter into a world where the energies there are going to support a loving, compassionate, reality for everyone, not the one we have here, which is very messy. So you have the bad guys fighting the good guys. And, you know, if somebody wants to create a hassle for you, can come and do it because this is a free will world. Now, it will be a world where any bad intention, which is not loving towards anybody else, you won't be allowed to enter. So it is great because the guys that want the love and peace will have finally a world of love and peace, you know, nobody messing around with that, which is mm. great. Hmm. Okay. Well, I have some more questions for you, but I know we're heading up to another break. This is all very interesting, um, and I'm sure that it's really a passion in you. I can hear it, and, and certainly from what you've been saying, it's I can understand why it's so important for you to communicate your message um, to everyone, before, especially as time is ticking. 
Oh, it is essential. That's why I wrote the book. It's all there, you know. It's full of great stuff. And essentially, it's all about joy and love. We have to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll come back. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest today is Paco Alarcon Cajan. He is the author of Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension. We'll hear more about this when we come back. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, so stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at SkillsUSA.org. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Fascinated by my guest, Paco Alarcon Cajan, um, who has written the book called Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension. And uh, that's... Um, what I wanted to ask you about, are you describing, you know, when you were talking about people going through to this new 
world from 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you, I mean, are you talking about it, and, and the title Stargate, um, are you talking about something in a physical sense that there will, you know, that there will actually be a place that people will go through or, you know, through a Stargate, or, or are you talking about it more just in their mind? Well, I know, Carol, that this is a very, uh, you know, abstract subject in, in some ways because <clears throat> we are not used to as humans to this information, these things happening in this way. And to define that is, is not easy even for me. But what it means is that, you know, the universe is full of different dimensions of existence. The fact that we have lived and believed that this is the only one is totally wrong. You know, this is one of the dimensions of existence, but there are many. And if you are capable because you are ready for that, you can access different dimensions and different realities with different beings that live in many, many different worlds. And sometimes the separation between one dimension and the other is just a matter of vibration. You know, some people are able to see things that other people cannot see, but those things are there. It just means that some people are able to tap into them and connect with them. The Stargate means that this planet, Earth, has been shut away from the cosmos and from the stars, the cosmic consciousness, for thousands of years. This is a very limited state of affairs and is not where other planets which are inhabited by wonderful beings live. They live a cosmic reality. This means that the planet Earth now in 2012 is starting to be open to cosmic consciousness, to cosmic reality. It's not shut away anymore in a quarantine kind of thing, isolated from, from the universe. So that means... Why was it isolated from the universe? Sorry? Why was it isolated from the universe? Well, that's a long story. It's another program. Okay. <laughs> make it very, very short. Okay. Because the stuff that has been going on on Earth for many, many thousands of years hasn't been cool enough so that right. the planet had access and contact with other huh. realities and civilizations beyond the Earth. Okay. It wasn't prepared for that. Now, we're coming to the time where the energies and the people are demanding that in a way from their higher selves so that we have access to the reality of how things are, naturally are, in the universe. And that is an stargate, you know, an energy gate opens and the planet stops being isolated. Mm. That passageway of energy, reality, people can walk through. But what happens also, this is complex in a way, is that the Earth is a conscious being. It's not an inert piece of rock, you know, flying around the universe. It's it's an awakened conscious being that has a body we call the Earth. And this being is also in a process of evolution that uh, demands at this time that in 2012 this Earth being will jump to the new consciousness, the new consciousness of love and high vibration, and it will do it. It will take with it people that are ready and have done the work until 2012. The people that haven't done the work will have to remain in the physical earth as we know it now, a physical plane of limitations, suffering, illnesses, until they learn their lessons and are qualified to move to the new earth, the earth of light, where people don't have limits, don't have illnesses, and don't die as such in a physical body. So that is like the passage to the, through the Stargate 2012 to that earth that will manifest that kind of new reality and new world. So that's why it's not a doom prophecy. It is a beautiful prophecy that says, you know, the end of this crazy world is over. Let's 
go and do something better. Uh-huh. Okay. But now, what about people, let's say, I'm sure that some of my listeners are thinking, you know, I'm a psychiatrist. Why am I letting this lunatic <laughs> go on and on about all these crazy things, you know, vibrations and going through the, and the earth being, uh, having a consciousness and going through the Stargate? What kind of, this is a Twilight Zone show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also a psychologist, you know. What? I am also a psychologist. Oh, okay. Well, so, um, so what? Do, I mean, what do you say? I mean, I'm sure you you encounter this um, uh, when you're not with people who come to listen to your seminars and so on, um, just in the everyday world. Because, especially because a lot of this is very frightening. You know, I mean, I know it's po- the outcome that you're suggesting is positive, but still, all this change. People are afraid of change, no matter what the change is, and. And so they're frightened, so they don't want to believe you. Uh, some people don't want to believe you, and so they want to think that you're a nut. So, so what do you say? Um, like, how do you explain what you've based this on? What you're, where you've learned this from? Well, I have been working at the spiritual currents and a spiritual work with almost thirty years. And, and ten of those years have been related to this teaching and this book and, and this work I'm doing with the change of the earth and the Mayan prophecy. So I have seen a lot and I've gone through a lot in a personal level to be able to even connect with higher spiritual uh, energies or realities in myself. Um, you know, the, the way you can measure what I say or what my book says or anybody talking about this is whether what, what I say makes sense. You know, it makes all the sense. Because if you don't believe this and you think uh, as a person which you are entitled to, you're free, you know, not everybody's going to listen to me or, or this thing and say, yeah, this is great. But if you think I'm not, what, what, is, what are your options? You know, to stay in this world where there is limitation, there is lack and suffering, and there is death. I mean, this is what you want? Or a, a world that I can talk about because it's going to be there and the Mayans uh, people, I, we respect profoundly. The, we have studied with them. You know, I've, I've lived in Mayan territory for a while, and I respect those people profoundly. I haven't seen people, you know, a lot of people talking so much sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, what do you have if you don't go towards that kind of belief or yeah. that kind of, of reality or that kind of life? And not only the Mayans, you know, the Hopi Indians also talk about 2012 and many other civilizations it's just that the Mayans, like, got the, you know, the starlight. They, they became famous for that. But a lot of things are converging to that kind of message about humanity. And I don't believe that anybody that can think, well, you know, this is crazy stuff, can argue against the fact that we need to leave the teachings of the spiritual people, the spiritual master, we all follow somehow, Buddha, Mahoma, you know, Krishna, uh, Jesus, you know, it makes all the sense to be loving, to open your heart, to be compassionate. And this is what the Mayan prophecy is really about, you know, qualifying to a level of compassion and love that your life and everybody's life around you makes sense. And I don't think anybody can argue against that. And this is what it's all about. And what made you go in this path as a little boy growing up? How did you, you know, you've, you said you've been doing this for 30 years. What made you go in this direction? Well, from a very early age, I knew this, this world was a lie. A lie means it, there is something else. This is just a project. This is an experiment, if you want to call it like that. This is not the reality. We are huge spiritual beings that are living 
a very limited experience on Earth um, because we have to learn certain lessons and move beyond these limitations that we access what Jesus said. You know, he said, uh, what I do, you will be able to do even more things you will be able, you will be capable of doing. The things that I'm not doing, you will be able to do them. And, and that is the reality. He didn't say that because it was a nice message for people. He said that because it's true. And we don't follow Jesus or Buddha because they are nice, um, you know, people that did great things. We follow them because we believe deep down in our soul level that, that that is the truth and we can become like them. We're not supposed to be disciples forever, uh, you know. We're, we're meant to be masters eventually. And this is the time people can start to qualify for that. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting. Um, you know, when I'd, I'd like you to start, uh, I know that in your book, of course you, I mean, it's a whole book, <laughs> but maybe you can give us some, um, some of the ideas or some of the things that you tell people to do in order to qualify, in order to start changing their life around so that they will be more in tune with what's going to be changing, yeah, how it's that, going to be changing. That's a great Great approach thing. You know, I would say people to connect with their higher spiritual self a lot, you know, from now on. Just, you know, we all have, we have, you, we all know we have this ego, ego personality, and the spiritual personality, the spiritual higher self, we call it. Connect with the higher self as much as possible. Forget the ego. The truth is not in the ego. It's in your spiritual nature, which is, which is beyond limits and beyond death. And that's your God nature. I would say to people, um, have clarity. Find the clarity within yourself, in your mind. Find what is really truth in your heart. Don't allow yourself to be deceived by the negative thoughts, by depression, by the changing, the changes in the world, the changes in yourself. Go for what is luminous, for what is loving. Have clarity, and then you will know, you will know the way. And that requires to listen to yourself deeply. What is your truth deep down, beyond expectations, beyond? what you're supposed to be doing or what people expect you to do or to be. What is your truth? Listen to yourself deeply and follow that truth. That is the only path. That is the only way. And live an impeccable life. You know, this is the way. If you're not impeccable, things are going to things are gonna go bad. Wait, I'm sorry wrong. to have to interrupt you. <laughs> but we, we're going to have to come back to the impeccable life because we have to take a break. Okay. My guest... Is Paco Alarcon Cajan. His book is Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension. And we'll come back to uh, his advice for how we can become um, better than we are and at one to enter the changing universe in 2012. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? 
Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today. So contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america voiceamerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with my guest, Paco Alarcon-Cajan, the author of Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension. And before the break, we were hearing about how what some of the things are that we can do to prepare. And let me just ask you, um, for people who are listening to what you've just said, you know, about getting in touch with their more spiritual, higher self and so on, um, what about people who who say or are thinking, well, how do I do that? Well, that's a good question. Um, essentially, you have to go inside yourself and um, invoke your spiritual self, your spiritual nature, to connect with that. And the best way uh, we can describe that is meditation, you know. There are many, many methods of meditation, but essentially what they do, the good ones, is allow you to open a door inside you so that you can connect beyond your mind, beyond the stuff that is going on around your thoughts with your spiritual self. And it starts tapping into that light, that divine power, and that energy so the best thing is, you know, you just go quiet, connect with your breathing, and try to, to if you're not used to it, to feel your spiritual nature. And as you're doing more and more, that will reveal itself because you're paying attention to it. And your spiritual nature is loving. It's just waiting for you to open your heart to it so that you connect with it and, and brings all the beauty and divine prosperity that it has for you. Yes, you know, I actually started meditating um, a few months ago, and I was kind of doing it on and off, and then I started doing it a little more um, regularly. Excellent. And I went to a weekend um, retreat, a meditative retreat, and uh, that really got me into it. And one of my resolutions for 2009 (laughs) is to do it every morning. And so far I've been pretty on target. And I must say, it does get easier and better each time. The more that you do it, the the easier it is to get to that state of 
consciousness or unconsciousness or you know that that plane i guess you would call it of a of a of vibrations where um you really do feel in tune with the universe and there really are more things coming from it in terms of synchronicity where you know a lot of people well i'll just speak for myself um i know a lot of other people all do this too but um you think to yourself, you know, you wake up and I have a gazillion things that I have to do and I think, I can't spend a half an hour or an hour meditating. I have to go to my email or my phone calls or my writing or my, you know, a million things. And yet um, the point is that if the amount of time that you spend meditating, connecting with the universe, um, getting in tune with the universe, makes the things that you, well, I guess that's what you were, one of the things that you talk about, attracting to yourself, makes these things, accomplishes more than you could possibly do in the number of phone calls, writing, or anything else, any other kind of work, um, or steps towards your goals that you could be taking in that hour. Absolutely, that's the way it is. I've been meditating for 30 years, and it's absolutely amazing. You know, when I started, uh, it was hard to get into the inner peace state, but, you know, eventually uh, I'm there all the time after years of practice. And, and even that you don't need years to get there. You can get there pretty pretty quickly, as you were saying, and I can feel it from your vibration and, and your voice, you know, that you have uh, an energy that is connected with that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, as you say, it's perfectly, absolutely right. You know, things flow, things happen with less effort, things happen quickly. You don't have to worry so much about things because the first thing, you did was to connect with the spirit in you, and that makes everything work much better. You know, it's just so great. Well, yes, it, and it's hard for people. It was hard for me to even start to have the discipline to do that because you kind of think, you know, you just wonder whether whether you're wasting your time and there's so many other things you're supposed to be doing. But, you know, I, I, I guess... Um, Something that really got me tuned into spirituality from, I guess, the beginning of this was um, in 2000, in the, for the millennium, I spent two weeks uh, during the millennium in Peru, mm -hmm. um, in the Amazon, right. uh, talking with shamans. Right. And um, that was the most spiritual, amazing experience. Um, and I think that that is probably what whet my appetite and made me more interested or or open to um, to seeing what happens with meditation. That's great. You see, Carol, the thing is that we are responsible for making this life the best evolutionary event for ourselves and others, and and that takes whatever it takes. You know, if we have to spend an hour a day meditating, which is really very little. We have okay. to do it. And, and at the end of the day, we have to understand that when we leave this world, all these emails and all these things down here, even the money and, and the things we have, will remain here. And we leave, and we will leave naked and empty um, unless we have opened the heart and connected with the spirit. The only thing we're going to take with us are the loving intentions and the high vibration of our souls if we have worked, if we have worked for that. Otherwise, you know, Everything else is going to be down here. So I recommend everybody, if they're not doing it, to invest their time really wisely into the permanent things, you know, the spiritual things, which are the things that will qualify us. And something that is not being talked a lot or enough in the media is that what happens when people die? You know, the first thing they encounter is this light and this huge beam of light or whatever you want to call it 
this right. reality, let's say it is God manifested in some way, and, and what they are going to do and what he's going to do is to look at the state of your heart, you know, how much you have loved in this life, how much you have opened your heart, how much you have been compassionate, and that is it, you know, and, and that is the measure of whether you have made the most of your life or whether you have wasted your life worrying about petty things, material things that don't mean anything in the scale of evolution in the universe and, and the purpose why you came here in the first place. You know, so, you know, people have to get their act together in this, and, and this is very important and very crucial because this is what it's all about. Well, to that end, um, why don't you give out your website and tell people what some of the things are that they can find there? Yeah, one of the things I wanted to say before I forget is that my seminars, I give seminars about the changes for the Mayan prophecy and, you know, I send into 2012 and all that. And I, I take people to that experience. They leave it there. They connect with the new energies in a big way. And I give seminars uh, in that sense, and people can ask me, you know, to go to their area to, to give that. So I'm open for that. My website is violetplatinum.com, violet, as in the color, platinum.com. And you can get a lot of information there and my other books are there. And if people want to write to me with questions or they want to, you know, ask for the seminars in the area, they can write to me at the violetpowerful at yahoo.com. That is violetpowerful at yahoo.com. <clears throat> and if they are interested in my book, they can get it in Amazon. They can go to Barnes & Noble anywhere and just ask for it if they don't have it on the shelves and they will get it for you. And again, that website is violetplatinum.com. And, um, and I, w I really want to thank you for coming and sharing um, all your insights. You know, obviously, 30 years, <laughs> you know, you've, you've really been study learning and studying and, and teaching a lot. So um, I want to thank you for sharing that with us. Um, when is your next uh, seminar coming up? Um, well, I'm going to go to Spain for a couple of weeks. I have some things to, to take care of there in, in Europe, and I'll probably be back. So when I'm back, probably in February, March, I will be having some of the seminars. Okay, and I you guess know. you'll have that all up on your website, Yeah, right? it will be, and, and as I said, people are welcome to write to me, and if they want it in the area, we'll get it going and, and do that. Okay. And I thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share all this, which is so, so important for people now to know. And, and Absolutely. Well, thank you. Again, my guest was Paco Alakon Kahan, and his book is Stargate 2012, Recovering the Power for Earth's Imminent Ascension, and the website is violetplatinum.com. And thank you all for listening. Certainly a lot of food for thought. Uh, and start trying to tune into your spiritual self and opening your heart. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.